At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food, simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio. Familiar to you? 
then rest assured that Boy Crazy Radio should be considered your new home away from home. You guys, are any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total fucking high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Beef sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom, just binge eating and picking at your fucking face? Well, cut it the fuck out! Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of some stupid thing you did at a party last weekend? Are your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Is the guy or girl you like not responding to all of your text messages, your Facebook posts, your retweets, or your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit! Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legit radio show? Then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. So pick up your smartphone and dial 646-378-0649. Let me and Matt Fishbeck, tonight's very special guest, be the shoulders that you cry on because all we want to do is be the big sister and the big brother you never knew you needed. All right, I'm going to introduce him. I'm bringing him on. He's been in a secret cubbyhole, so I can just say all the bullshit I need to say, and then we can get to him. Matt Fishbeck, are you there? I'm here. Hey. Are you already regretting this? Can you hear me? I can totally hear you. Are you already... Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can we hear everyone else? Um, God, if anybody calls, maybe we'll hear them. Oh, my God. We're already here. Like I say, pick up good? your smartphone. What do we do? We we have them pick up their smartphones, but then we tell them to put their smartphones down. You want them to pick them up or put them down? I'm confused already. Put them put them down eventually. You know, like you know that graph of like human evolution where like um, it starts with like cavemen who are all hunched over and like low to the ground, and then gradually they get taller and taller and taller, and they arrive at the man in the suit with the briefcase as the apex of evolution. Do you know what I'm talking about? Totally. Where does the smartphone fit into this? Well, the next step is that man hunched over a smartphone, getting lower. Oh no! You know what I mean? So, so okay. So what do we do? We need our phones. Wait, are you using a Droid? Because I feel like every time I've texted you, I don't. I'm not texting an iPhone. So what are you talking on right now? Talking on a a red Metro PCS smartphone, which is also an Android. Is it really? I wish I was talking on a landline. Oh, God, landlines. Don't even get me started on landlines. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's go, like, we're, we're skipping all the important stuff. Let's just get situated. Let's get grounded. Uh, everybody, I met Matt. Let's get back. on topic. <laughs> Let's get on topic. Like, our phone lines are heating up or whatever they say in showbiz. Okay, I met him a long time ago, maybe a few years ago, maybe a handful of years ago, whatever. All right? I met Matt Fishback. Whatever, no. Was Alexi here. was the first, was, was easily one of the first people I met when I moved to L.A. That was many years ago. Oh, really? Uh, just so the audience knows, we go back. We go back, way back in time. And so I was dating one of like Matt's friends. Like last century back. Well, you know, like like four years ago. Because uh, we're all, uh, we're 22. <laughs> we're, we're 22. We're 22 for life. But uh, anyway, you were, you were older than me. But whatever, that's not that's neither here nor there. So I was dating... One of Matt's friends, and I actually always thought you were way cuter than the guy in the dating. Wait, what is the sound I'm hearing? What's, that, what's happening? The sound you're hearing are are 
people who forget that I'm on the radio. He's on the radio. Anyway, I've gotten into a quieter room. Okay, cool. How many rooms do you have? Are you living in a palatial estate? What's going on here? <laughs> I'm at the Chateau Marmont, just one of the bungalows. He's in a bungalow at the Chateau Marmont. Candles are lit. Uh, and who are you wearing? Who am I wearing? L.L. Bean. Bring L.L. Bean, a classic brand, if you don't know what I'm talking about. L.L. Bean, Levi's, and Converse. All classics. All classic standards. And okay. Givenchy. Givenchy. <laughs> okay. If you must so a few know. years ago, a few years ago when we were all 22 or whatever, so I was dating one of Matt's friends um, who I actually had nothing in common with at the time, but I just had no sense of self that I was just dating this guy because he put his attention on me and he was very cute and he went to Harvard and he was tall and, you know, he was, you know I'm not going to say your that's, first name. That's about it. Yeah. He's, I mean, I'm sorry. Are you still friends with this guy? No, I haven't spoken to him in years. And no, we're not friends. friends. And they're not friends anymore. No big deal. And I remember always thinking, you know, Matt, Matt's a few inches shorter than I am. But I always think, you know, I'm, I'm a gargantuan, Amazonian, whatever. I'm very tall. And I remember I would always look over at Matt going, God, I'm so much more attracted to Matt than the dude I'm actually dating. But Matt scares the shit up. You scared me so much. And every time you would say something to me, it was like, it was like this, I don't know, I was just so scared of you. And I remember you teaching me something like, I wore like navy blue and black one time, and you, you let me know that like that's, that's usually not okay, but I pulled it off that night or something. And, you, and then I learned, and from then on, every time I see navy blue and black, I go, I'm not allowed to do this, and I wouldn't even do it. But I learned that from you. you want to, this, is how old, this is how long we've known each other. Thanks to Givenchy, I've learned since then that navy blue and black is not only okay, it's supreme. I should, I'm sorry, I should have called you, I should have told you. Oh, my God. I but, you know, you live and learn. Oh, thank God we're doing this podcast radio show, or whatever it's called. Um, another thing, and then we'll talk about you and your life and your music and all this stuff. I just have to give a little bit of background because, anyway. And then another time I remember being completely uncomfortable because I was in this house of all these cute guys. They'd all moved to L.A. They're all living in Echo Park, and they're all in a band together. And, and I'm in the kitchen, and I'm just so aware of myself. I'm so self-conscious. Like, everybody else is allowed to exist. I'm not allowed to exist. And then Matt rolls in. And I, I got nervous, so I didn't, like, close a box of cereal or something. And he told me, <laughs> I, only, I only didn't do it because I was so scared of you. And then you went, oh, what were you, raised in a barn? And I was like, no. And I was like, no, why? This guy, has got it in for me. Ah. If I was being nasty, it was only because I thought, what is she doing with this other guy? What was I doing with that guy? Um, Not that much, if I recall. Oh, why? Because I've never given blowjobs? Did you hear about that? Mm, I don't remember. Oh, my God! We didn't talk about you. He and I did not talk about you. Because that would bring up the possibility that uh, he and I could talk about you and I, which was just a you know a, a secret right. that was living in the open. But that's another that's another story. Wait, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what are you about saying? Probably... Ex- extracurriculars. Wait, 
extracurricular. I'm totally confused. He was having sex with multiple girls while he was dating me? What are you talking about? No, you and I, while he and you were together. Wait, we made out? <clears throat> Alexi. Did we really um, make I'll out? Just, just, on the... Did we? I'll just I'll defer to you. The, the, the audience should know that the, the audience, the young audience should know that the lady is always the one who uh, has the authority on whether or not anything happened. But I guess I'll have to be the lady here. Oh, oh my God. We did more than make I... out. We did more than make out. And then we were busted. Suddenly, Jude A is coming in the front of the house. I had to sneak out the back of the house lest we get discovered. Are you fucking, did I like, oh my God, I swear to God, this is a riveting boy crazy radio for me and I, my, my current boyfriend and my mom's listening. This is fantastic stuff. We did? We're so reckless and exciting. I can't believe this. I'm so cool. Well, welcome we to the did? news at nine for Alexi Walker. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> well, thank God, because I was so much more attracted to you than the dude I was dating. So good for me. I can't, I must have been doing so many drugs at the time that I'm totally, God. What an exciting slut I was. I am. I was. Whatever I you were on, it was self-administered, for the record. Oh my God, okay. Nobody's accusing you. Yes, of course. Anything I've ever been on has been self-administered. Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm not on anything now, though. Just uh, drinking Cocoa Cafe, original blind coconut water, a little bit of espresso. Okay, let's get to the phone lines. We'll get back to Matt and his cool band. Holy shit. It's very stylish. We've got things to talk about. Other than, wow, I'm like, what a revelation. Area code 310, you're on with uh, Matt Fishback. What is this, me? Yes, it's you. What's your name? Yep. How old are you? Where are you calling from? Oh, hey, Matt. It's Nick and Kyle. <laughs> What's up? Hey, we're listening. That's the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's like the whole thing. That's it? Good to know you're always listening. Well, you know, no, you know Alexi, and I, Alexi and I made out at this, this party in Hollywood after this uh, thing at Jane's house not that long ago. And then we went. And then we went to karaoke, and she ditched me. <laughs> well, she's a busy girl. Oh, here, wait. Nick has a story too. I I heard I heard it. What? I have no idea what these people are talking about. I have a boy. What is he talking about? It's me. I don't know. Who are these people? Nick and Kyle. Who did they make out to with? To be honest, karaoke? I don't know. Hey, 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 Kyle, what do you want to um, talk about? No, I hung up on them. That was too intense for me because I have a boyfriend right now, and I've been like, with him for like nine months, and now I'm panicking. He's going to think I'm cheating on him. Nick and Kyle. I don't know who Nick and Kyle are. Are you joking? <laughs> I'm just being nice. I mean, as soon as I hang up, I'll remember who Nick and Kyle are, and Nick and Kyle, I'm really sorry. If, uh, but whatever. Nick, Let's move on. I know. We're Nick and Kyle. I have no idea. All right, area code 720. Uh, by the way, I'm not a cheater, and I've not cheated on my boyfriend. I'm madly in love with him. So that was, uh, that was reckless. Um, area code 720. Oh, my God, area code 720 is gone. Okay, this is, this is a horrible flow night. This is horrible. All right. Phone lines are open. Area code six four six three seven eight zero six four nine is the telephone number. And um, are you dating anyone right now? We are not in New York. 
We are not in New York. We are both in Los Angeles. He's at the Chateau Marmont, wearing next to nothing. I'm not at the Chateau Marmont, but I am. I am in Los Angeles. I moved home. He, he moved back home. Are you? And are you dating anybody? Are we allowed to talk about dating with you? Or I don't know. It's off limits. You don't have to answer anything, but you can answer everything too. I'm not dating anybody. Um, uh, that's not. I mean, I don't know. Are we talking like dating in the fifty cents? Are we are talking about like how many hookups have to happen before it becomes dating? Well, I mean, like, are you, you know, are you in a I'm serious relationship? You're not in I'm love. Not in a that terrified me, those two guys calling in. Did I make out with someone in, at a karaoke bar? Two guys bar? with one voice. Two guys with one voice named Nick and Kyle. Good thing I have their telephone number. Anyway, I'll store that away and figure that out. All right, okay, we're, I'm going to read some letter. Oh, by the way, if you're out there and you're too much of a pussy to call into the live show, you can tweet us your questions at I'm Boy Crazy, and we'll address your problems. I don't know if we're the right people to be giving anybody advice because tonight I, I feel more like the blind leading the blind than ever before. Did I lose um, you? I know you, you don't have any alcohol and you don't have any cigarettes because that's what you said, but do you feel like, how are you feeling? I'm all right. No alcohol, no cigarettes, and um, no one to call a lover. That's cool. And and I forgot that we made out a gazillion years ago. This is horrible. Um, well, it's not horrible. It's maybe horrible that you, uh, no, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's like a birthday yeah. gift. It's a birthday, okay. We've, we've had full. Implanted memory. But the funny, weird thing is, that's not the first time that's happened where, like, and I actually, sometimes if I can't remember, somebody will go, Alexi, and I'll go, hey, hi, I don't, um, do we make out? And a lot of times, like, guys will be like, yes, we made out, and you know, 1990-whatever, or early 2000s, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't I don't know if I've blocked a lot of it out, if I've just, like, had too many adventures, or I I don't know if I burned my brain out with drugs. I don't know what the fuck I did, but I don't remember. Okay, we're going to read this I one last I think that you were drunk, and maybe you were, like, uh, so drunk that you don't remember for that reason. Oh, my God, you... <laughs> I can't believe you read that. I didn't, I mean, I was as drunk. I just don't black out. I can't believe I read to you. This is crazy. A lot of revelations tonight. This is intense. I'm glad my mom's listening. I'm glad my mom and my boyfriend. You actually know my current boyfriend, who I dated right before I dated your roommate. We'll talk about that off. So your mom's uh, listening. I think my mom's listening. Well, call we gotta me. Get grown-ups. We, we got to get grown-ups off the social media. It's too late because we're grown ups too. I'm, I'm totally over Facebook. I think Facebook is, you know, my mom's more active on Facebook than I am, but Facebook is fucked. We're going to yeah. take this letter, though. Here we go. Okay. This is from Cameron. It says, hey, I've been following your site for a handful of years now, and you've helped me avoid being a total weirdo with girls. This is a guy writing in. He goes, I'm looking for some advice, and I'm going to end up rambling, so apologies in advance. Um, I'm going to tell you some stuff I've never told anyone. So I had some fucked up stuff happen to me when I was a kid that made me really hesitant in most sexual situations. And the lack of experience has fucked with my confidence. I'm 25 years old, and a few days ago I lost my virginity. Yeah, I know. Super weird. 
it was to the girl that I've been in love with for about six months now. She says we're best friends, um, and when she's drunk, she gets affectionate and tells me that she loves me, but it bums me out that it really only happens when she's drunk. Oh, this is like you and me, Matt. God that's damn like it. Pet, that's like a Pet Shop Boys song. I can't. It's like a Pet Shop Boys song and our story just all rolled into one. All right, back to the letter. Okay. We've hung out almost every day. I sleep at her house. We hang out with her family. I get along with all of her friends. And despite this, she's been avoiding putting a title on things because she thinks it would be weird, which to me seems like some childish shit, but whatever. So the other night, we're talking about our situation and whether or not sex would change it. I explained that if she started dating someone, I'd be out of the picture anyways, and that I thought it would be stupid to never give us a real shot. Uh, I should note that we were both a little drunk. I'm already getting bored by this letter, but we're going to finish. All right. So she, all right. She says, uh, so this girl says, all right, let's fuck then. Charming. Uh, it caught me pretty off guard. I doubt she said that. I don't, I don't think she said that either, but this is what he says that she said. So it caught the guy off, uh, pretty off guard. Uh, he says he was super nervous, but they jumped into bed. She then had second thoughts and talked about how much she loves me and her family loves me, and it's annoying because she's not ready to be in a relationship, which I don't understand, but whatever. We talked for a while longer. She cried talking about how much she loves me. We started making out. I tried to go down on her, and she said, no, just fuck me. So we had sex for maybe 45 minutes. That might be a lie also, but whatever. But at one point, she told me to fuck her from behind. Oh, my God, this is such a crass letter. And when we changed positions, oh, no, he got a heart off. Whether it was because of nerves, thinking of her initial hesitation, or her mentioning an ex while we were fucking, I don't know. Um, so I went down her, blah, blah, blah. So here's this predicament. Do I tell but her that You went that down I, her after she said no? No, he, he, he turned her around. There was all this rigmarole. She said she, she didn't want to have sex. Oh, I don't, things were getting weird. He flips her over. He, gets, he, he goes soft. Um, oh, God. Then he goes, and then he got all embarrassed that he went off. So he went down on her for 20 minutes, but she stopped me right before she was about to come. Then they had sex for maybe another 15 minutes, tried to do a doggy style. Oh, I can't even read this. But then he lost his heart on again. So then he goes, we made out and talked throughout. It wasn't weird, blah, blah, yakety schmackety. The point of his letter gets to hear. Um, he'd like to think it was good for her. His predicament is, do I tell her that I was sexually abused as a kid and that she took my virginity to explain why I was not awesome at sex, or do I just let it be? She says we're best friends and that we should be able to tell each other anything. Um, but I've never told anyone this stuff, so it's weird to try to navigate. I was going to blah, blah, blah. So there you go. What do you think? She had an awkward time having sex with his best friend who clearly does not want to be in a relationship with him. And he well, I could have to told you not to sound like Dr. Drew, but I could have told you I knew from the very beginning, I even wrote down fucked up stuff when he was a kid. It has everything to do with that. And if they're friends, then he should be able to tell her that. Um, as difficult as it might be to talk about it. But I think that he'll find that um, being honest about it will be exhilarating because clearly he's got things on his mind relating to sex and and a lot of shame comes up whenever sex comes up. So unless he wants to just bore her away forever, he should give her some, you know, some dirt, if that's what you want to call it. But but also, based on what he wrote, I think that she doesn't really want to be his girlfriend. Don't you, don't you think? She keeps making up excuses. My family loves you. Oh, she, doesn't, so great, she, no, but... she doesn't. She doesn't at all. She, she doesn't at all. She wants to be friends. 
It's yeah, because he moves too slow. That's because he moved too slow. Yeah, maybe if he did say fuck me and he doesn't even know what the, what like how to process fuck me, he's like, oh, my God. Ah. All right. Oh, God. How old are you when you lost virginity? Or we don't have to talk about sex if you don't want to, but just tell me everything. No, we can talk about sex, my sex life. Um, I was 16. I lost my virginity to my high school girlfriend. Oh, you did? I was 15. I lost it to, oh, another person you know. I lost my yeah. I lost. Bad move. And and we had you know we had a you know a healthy sex life in high school. She was my only girlfriend. And then I got to college and I was just like, oh man, I'm so not ready for college because I've only ever had sex with one person. Um. And uh, I don't know. I felt like if I branched out a little more and ordered like one more thing off the menu or maybe a couple more things off the menu, then it would have been better. But the weird thing is that years later, she shows up to um, Christmas, my family's house, late at, you know, like 11 p.m., and uh, everyone goes to bed, and then it's just the two of us, and we're just looking at each other, and it becomes like, well, you're horny, I'm horny, we're here, why not do something about this? So we do. She pulls off her pants, but she's got no pubic hair. This is, is this exciting to you, or was it really scary? It was repulsive. I mean, it didn't repulse me so much that the sex didn't work, but I'm just like, come on, are we five years old? I really think that, like, um, you know... The one thing I like about sex is that it's it's between adults. It's not between kids. It's like shaping up all your pubic hair is like it's uh it's either dehumanizing, like let's become porpoises and, and do it or it's um like kitty sex and that doesn't turn me on. So what kind of cloth is as ideal? But you know, like men and women both are just like hooked on the on the razor. It's so weird. I don't even notice when a guy like grooms himself and then and then my guy friends kept talking about it and they're like, Yeah, I do that and then I then I started noticing like, oh fuck. And I think it's kind of a I don't know. It, it's, if, it's if it's on uh, if it's a guy, problem. A guy it's an goes, epidemic. It is an epidemic, but if a guy goes overboard it's one thing to groom yourself and to keep yourself, you know, neat and tidy but you know, especially for a man, but when they go mental and they get rid of every single thing, it's like, yeah. At first, I didn't notice. They no, think I that did they're doing it because it makes them more. They think they're doing it because they're, you know, sometime in the late '80s or something, um, women got it in the heads of men that, you know, body hair is disgusting. Like I started with back hair. Like back hair is so disgusting, and then that got transferred to like hair everywhere. So like men if they've got hair on their chest they, they trim it or they shave it off. Um if you watch porn from like if you compare porno from like nineteen eighty two to like nineteen eighty nine to now, it's like it's like um sex has gone through chemo or something. Oh my god, I've not even ever gotten into porn so much. You're totally And there's all these kids who's all these men who shave their balls. Um, 
but only because they did when they were in high school and they don't want to suffer the the stubble of the hair growing back. But don't men do it because they think they're, it makes their dick look bigger? Well, that's where they shave their pubic hair. First of all, it does oh. not make the dick look any bigger. Secondly, I big know. dicks are overrated. Yes, it's what? Big dicks are overrated. Oh, my God. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, I just think that, like, um, there's so much um, pressure on, like, a teenage boy to have a massive item um, that, you know, at an age when when things are happening psychologically, they get tattooed on their brain, must have big dick, must have big dick. So, I don't know. I mean, but I also just think that, like, you know, a smaller penis on a handsome guy is a really handsome thing. <laughs> well, I feel like women have so much shame about things, about needing to have tiny thighs or have a gap between their thighs or keep everything good and have perfect skin and blah, 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 this fucking shit. It's fine. If, I, I'm, I'm not bummed out on men, like men having one thing to feel shameful and, uh, out of control about. You know what I mean? Even though I don't yeah, think it matters. But also either. there's there's I something for it. They're really like there, there's an audience for everything. Totally well, okay. So this is nothing to do with this but kind of everything to do with this. So when was your last serious relationship? Because I haven't talked to you I mean we saw each other at a show months and months and months ago. Maybe like seven months ago. And I, I hadn't seen you in like so many years. So what is so I have no idea what's really going on in your in your love life because that's all I care about. It's kind of like love life and dating and relationships and all that stuff. So like, when was your last serious relationship? Uh, it was a while ago. I mean, I've been in like six serious relationships, all with women, um, and the last one ended in like two thousand eight, two thousand early two thousand eight, um, and I haven't been in a serious relationship. Since then, but you know, since then I've been um, more comfortable talking about you know my um, you know what homosexuality exists in me. Um, not to say that I came out because I think that that concept is antiquated or at least antique. Um, but you know, I was to be fair, I was. I was closeted until I wasn't, and um, so I don't know. I don't really know what a relationship would look like with a man, um, but I do think that um, when I when I see it or him or her, well, since we're talking about men, I'll just leave it to him. Then I'll then I'll know. But I, you know, like yeah. I hook up with guys now. I hook up with guys now, and then they'll say like, "Oh, well, you must you must have a boyfriend." And I say, "No, I don't." And they're like, "How how come you don't have a boyfriend?" And uh, and I don't really have an answer for them. Well, what do you want in a person? Like, what do you want in a boyfriend, or or you know, in like a? I mean, do you want? To be I don't know that I want you... a boyfriend. I don't know. I, I don't know that I want a boyfriend. But I, you know, I'm starting to. Consider the fact that um, there will be a time in the 
not too distant future where I probably will um, be wishing that I had um, given more thought to this. Why? Why do you think I'm regretting it? In other words, I'm I in other words, I'm really good at keeping myself busy. I don't get I don't get that bored or lonely. In fact, I relish time to myself. But I that that surely must taper off at some point. And you know, sitting in a room and reading with someone and not necessarily talking, um, extremely romantic. Here, I'm going to read you some Ariana Ryan. She's my... You're going to what? I'm going to read you some poems, some poetry. You're going to read me some poetry? Okay, read me some poetry. Now, on a side note... So you know that picture that yeah. she posted is uh, Coeur de Leon by Ariana Ryan, which is an amazing book and everyone should get it. But in it, she says, there are many kinds of transmission between people, stronger things than sentences, liquids exhaled, words on top of them, where is the you of YouTube? Who is the you of advertising? A slot, an empty envelope. A speaker should have to pass through everything in the world in order to dare, to dare, to say you. Sometimes something so intense passes between people and the words still help, sort of, or it sometimes seems that way in the moment. Thank you, Matt Fishback. Oh, I've got more where that came from. But yeah, Ariana Rhymes, if you really want, like, just so our listeners know, I mean, if you really want, like, um, real advice, I would go to one of three people. One is Ariana Rhymes, another is um, my best friend, Hedy L. Colty, who lives in Highland Park and works for Semi Text, and another is Matt Baldwin, who's a really great guitar player, who's now a shrink. So yeah, there's a plug for Matt Baldwin, whose new record, Imaginary Psychology, is out on Spiritual Blue Chapman's records. Oh. Oh my God. I feel like we're having a bizarre catch-up session, but it's like being recorded, and there's like an audience for it. It's too bizarre. I feel like I needed to talk to you before we did this thing. Why? Because there's so much to talk about. Because there's so much, I don't know, because there's so much, uh, it's bizarre talking about the past, like, talking to you makes me think of, like, this other version of myself from a long time ago, and, like, and also we, while we're doing this, there's, like, this bizarre, delicate dance of, like, I didn't really know, you know, if you wanted to talk about sexuality, I wasn't sure if you were dating guys, I wasn't sure, and I didn't want to just fucking be like, are you dating, you know what I mean, like, I was just trying to, like, kind of talk about it and do it in a in a gentle, delicate way, and so, but it's just bizarre for doing it. Or delicate. You know, so so <laughs> when when I came out, which is, you know, like, not exactly what happened, because that implies that, you know, I abandoned um, heterosexuality for homosexuality, but there were basically two kinds of responses. Um, one was from John Mouse, who called me up, and he was like, hey, man, I heard you came out. Um... I didn't know you were in. Which <laughs> uh, is really oh funny. Um, and God bless him for being so smart. And the other end of the spectrum was from Geneva Jacuzzi. She was just like, I went, she saw me one night and she gives me this really flirty look and I give her a really flirty look and she just says, you know, you're not as gay as you think you are. 
Oh, my God, she's hostile about it. She's all pissed off. No, she's not. She's uh, she's looking out for me. Well, how come you think she's looking out for you? How is that looking out for you? She's just teasing you? She's, she's, reminding, she's reminding me that I've got, you know, like... Uh, yeah, not so extreme you know, like, that you're whoever... Yeah, my sexuality is various. I mean, as cliched as it sounds, like, categories really are lame. And the new tolerance is not helping. Wait, what do you mean the new tolerance? The new tolerance where everyone is okay with everything else, with everyone else, and, you know, um, this I'm okay, you're okay. It's wonderful if fewer kids are killing themselves because of their sexuality, but, like, maybe... Babies are being thrown out with bathwater left and right. Um, and the more we talk about sex, the more things get put into categories and boxes. Um, you know, there's like bisexual and bi-curious. And, uh, you know, so sometimes people ask me, they're like, so what's the deal, man? Are you, are you bi? Are you straight? Are you gay? And I just say, I either say yes to the question or I just say no to the question because none of the words... Um, sufficiently describes me. Yeah. Well, I think that's more for them because they need to they need to frame you somehow so they can wrap their head around like, oh, he was this way at one point and then he's changed and now I'm I've got to be comfortable with this change and I've got to that's that's more for them. So I have one question. Like, do you think you haven't had a boyfriend not just because of the fact that you're so comfortable being alone, but because like, do you feel like it would be too much because you've yet to have like you know, being in a serious relationship with a guy, do you think that would be like, I don't know, is that too big of a step so far? Um, would you be embarrassed? Like, would it be bizarre for you because, like, you haven't gone that direction, like, full on yet? It might have to do with the fact that I just don't, I, I don't have much practice in a sustained, um, intera- you know, like, usually um, my interactions with men sexually, the don't don't start with um courtship. They they start with sex. Um that's, that's how my relationships with men have always started. That's so funny. Well that and we can pass that along to <laughs> our our kid with the letter. Um if sex doesn't happen like right away um uh, chances are they're not it's not gonna happen. That's um, a blanket state, but I think so too. I'm sure I could have slowed it down many times. I could have. I could have not had sex. I, I think I had sex with a lot of people when I was younger, just because I was just like too scared to say no. Because I had no sense of self, and I went, "Oh, I don't want them to be mad at me. I don't want them to be mad at me. I really don't have sex with this person." But oh, God, they gave me a ride. Yeah, but also, you're oh, really, really cute, and and you know, and sexy, and you've got that cute lisp, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that there are certain people who anyone would want to sleep with. You know what? You're right. You're so right. When you're right, you're right. Okay, we're going to take another, we're going to take another, uh, not a phone call, a letter. I think people hung up because we were talking too long. This is turning into a very boy-crazy radio. It's not as manic. It's more, there's lots of quiet patches. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, everybody. We're talking about feelings and, you know, and, you know, turning into who we are now. Okay. And gay gay one-night stands. Sorry if that's boring. Oh, God. This is from Lucy. She wrote, I mean, I don't have to include the fact that she wrote Love Your Blog, but I'm just going to throw that in there. She goes, I had a question. I really like a boy. I've known him vaguely for about a year. He recently contacted me about hanging out. 
We had some nice chats throughout the week, then hung out, talked heaps, laughed, drank. I drove, so I had to stay over at his house. He offered, uh, blah, blah, blah. He offered that I stay over, and and he said that he would not try to have sex with me. Ugh, we've all heard that before, Lucy. All right. So they're in bed together. She goes, everything was fine, but slowly we took our clothes off and ended up having sex. It was nice, but now I feel like I've blown my chance to have a relationship. What do you think about sleeping with people soon in a relationship? Oh, how funny. We were just talking about this. Will you go first, and then I'll just say exactly what I just said. And, uh, okay. Say the last part. She, who's in a relationship? Okay. This girl, Lucy, wrote in. She slept with this dude she likes, like, right away. She, like, got drunk. Is she already in a relationship with someone else? Is she already in a relationship no. with someone else? No, no. And she's bummed because she's in love with this dude, and she just had sex with him the first night that she ever slept over his house, and she's all bummed out because she thinks what? that she's blown her chance to have a relationship with him. Exactly. Lucy, she's done the right thing. Lucy, you're Lucy, totally like, fine. Um, yeah. yeah, you've got the ball. Run with it. And don't fucking drop it. Don't drop that ball, Lucy. I hope Lucy isn't like 14 years old, but whatever. Lucy had sex. I hope it was protected. Maybe this guy likes you. You have a vagina. What'd you say? I said I hope it was fun. Hope it was fun. Maybe you'll have more fun. But yeah, I slept with people. I'm like, even the guy I'm with right now, I slept with him. Well, we dated when I was a teenager. And then years and years and years later, we had dinner. I hadn't seen him in like so many years. And then we had dinner. And then he goes, oh, can I sleep over your house? Because whatever the reason was, you need to sleep over my house. And then I went, oh, yeah, sure. And then we just had sex right away. But, yeah, I've, I've done that before. It never has been a problem. Uh, all my boyfriends have been like, you know, what could have been a one-night stand? But that's, that's no, my life. It doesn't and again, happen, like I said, if it doesn't happen straight away, then it's never going to happen. And now that it has happened, her chances of a relationship are, uh, are perfectly in place. Okay, so is there, like, some kind of happy medium where she could have hung out with him and, like, just made out, and then he could have maybe put his finger inside of her and then another time hung out and then rolled around naked again, and then, like, maybe the third time? What would be, like, the, the ideal thing? Even though there really is no such thing, you just have to go with it, but what could have been... If you were, like, her dad or her older brother, what would you have said? Well, dads and older brothers don't want younger sisters and daughters to have sex with anyone. So, I don't know. I don't know. I have to suss out the guy. I mean, is the guy like does he deserve her? He probably doesn't. I, I feel like he's probably a loser. She's probably freaking out and spinning when she's probably way cuter than him and going to sleep with many guys in the future. And this guy is like, but she's just getting right. all well, the power. Well, maybe she's. It sounds to me like like you know like she's she's not that dumb. She knows not to drive home if she's drinking, and he's not that. Um, uh, much of a loser if he's got his own place. Um, so worst case scenario is it doesn't work out, and she learns a thing or two from it. Perfect, Lucy. I hope I hope that helps you at all. Um, okay, here we go. What else? And do I hope have? he's oh, cute. I hope he's really cute. I hope he's taller than you. I hope he's cute. I hope you've got great style, and he wears dark denim, and uh, his shoes are cool, and uh, he pays. Oh God! See, I used to do that all the time. Well, no, What'd you say? God. All right, hold on. I said I, said I hope you're so shorter than you. How tall are you? You're five. You're five. Five two. Five seven. Five two. Five seven. I'm five eight. That's cool. He's like five four. Okay, so we're gonna. Here's the thing. When you call, when you call with your boy Crazy Radio and you hang up, 
We saved your number, and we're going to come after you. There's no escaping boy crazy for you. And Matt fish backs of holy shit. I hope this is how you're If this goes to voicemail, I'll kill myself. <laughs> I can't. I'll read him some more poetry. Not from not from Ariana. Or sing a song so you can prove that it really is you and that you know some that fish next to Oh God! What if they get their number and all their information and their address out on their outgoing message? This is good radio. This is good radio. Right <laughs> all right. Okay. God damn it! A lot of rings. They're on the other line. And they're like, oh my god, Boy Crazy Radio is totally trying to call in. Listen, it's a different night. Every week on Boy Crazy Radio, it's a different vibe, it's a different feel, different topics, different people. Don't worry about it. This is like, you know, just a meditation on life. This is just a, a, a reflection of of the bigger picture. Does that, if any of that makes sense. I'm going to go up. Uh, all right, so should we talk about your music at all? Or where you're playing, or where you can buy your albums, or anything that is you that could hopefully make you money yeah, and get. Yeah, but, but I should say that if anyone calls while we're talking, just interrupt me and we'll take the call. Okay, cool. Um, what do you want to know about? Oh holy my shit? god. <laughs> okay, I want to know when you're playing next. Where, uh, where people can go to find out. Uh, everything and anything that is about uh, Holy Shit or Matt Fishback in general. What, do you have a website? Okay. When's your next show? We have a website, but it's but it's sorely, sorely um, uh, neglected. Um, but you can always email me with uh, you know questions. I got a really sweet fan letter the other day from a 15-year-old kid in Walnut Creek, California. Um, I'm interrupting this boring uh, story. We're taking a phone call. We'll get back to the walnut creep thing. Area code 9401, you're on with me and Matt Fishback. What's going on? Right on. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, Alexi and uh, Matt Fishback. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I I was actually just calling. I was wondering if Ariel Pink is around, you know? I I mean, you're you're good friends with uh, Ariel, right? I am. I think Alexi might be too. I have yeah. known. I've known him. Wow, he's been on Boy Crazy Radio before. I have not talked to him in a bit. What? What do you what want do you me to know? He, he, he's you kind say? of like my favorite. Uh, I, I look up to him as like a sexual uh, icon. You know. Well, here's the thing. You can only compliment anything that Ariel has. If I'm even pronouncing his first name right, because I think I always say it wrong. You can only compliment any work he's done if it's work that he's also collaborated on with Matt Fishbeck. Otherwise, this is oh, that's Matt not Fishbeck. True. That's not true. I'm, I'm, I, what's the caller's name? <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> How old are you? Where are you calling from, caller? Oh, I'm calling from Florida. My name is Luis. What's your name? Luis. Well, yeah. I'm with you, Luis. He, you know, he makes amazing music. I can tell you that I've heard his new record that he's working on, and it's, and it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's everything he wants to be. Yeah, he kind of like I like to just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. You know. Hi. <laughs> um. Well, I guess I do have some some crazy, not really that crazy, but some some boy crazy drama. 
I'm a, I'm a straight man, but I have a girly figure. So I kind of go after girls with a more masculine looking, you know, and they're kind of aggressive. Because you feel like you're supposed to or because um, uh, I just... That just that's just kind of like the my my history of girls that I I I kind of be I'm attracted to, and uh, oh, sorry, I take my headphones off. Um, take your yeah, headphones off. Uh, take your hair. Let's get cozy. Go on. Well, it, it, I was just getting like double, you know, hearing hearing myself and the yeah. Take whatever. your retainer out while you're at it. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, the last girl I was with, she's like the exact same, right? She, she's like uh, really, really. Uh, she's she's like a boy, you know. She's really aggressive. Like she just she's always around guys, right? And like uh, these gender stereotypes, girl. But go on. Sorry, sorry. Oh no, uh, she. she uh, anyways, how old are you? Uh, yeah. I'll be 23 on the 18th of Feb. Are you Aries? 91. Born in 91. Oh, uh, I, I I specialize in like uh, higher consciousness and I don't know. I, I I'm kind of occupying a body. I'm Pleiadian, by the way. But I'm really Puerto Rican. Okay, sorry. Have you heard uh, about 2012? I hear 2012 is gonna be crazy. But go on. Oh, Thank God one? I've been listening to Coast to Coast. I'm listening to a lot of Coast to Coast thanks to a friend of mine, and I feel like I can oh, communicate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love what George Norrie's doing. He's, yeah, he's, he's been preaching the truth for a while now, yeah. I'm totally into George Norrie. It's amazing. Thank God I started to listen. It's like I'm doing homework for this for this very call. Okay, so listen. You are a straight guy. You feel like you have a girly figure, and you like girls who have a masculine figure. I'm a little bit confused because what – to you is a girly figure. I'm not. Because it's I feel like very modern. It's very modern. It's cool so far. This is very oh, modern. Well, I'm confused. Hold on, hold on. I'm just confused. When you say girly figure, are you growing breasts and do you have hips or do you have a girly figure according to like Vogue where you are you actually look like a teenage boy and you're flat shut, you know, you're you're tiny and narrow. Like what is a girly figure well, to you? What is your body? I mean, if you just took a look at my arms, I mean, they are like, I mean, any like so many girls are jealous of my arms. Um, I mean, when 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 I have kids eventually, you know, and like uh, I'll get a girl. Man, she's gonna inherit like uh. well, that kind of girly figure where you're gonna have kids. Yeah. Then um, uh, I don't know. I, I've been told that I have really pretty eyelashes. Yeah. So is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. So does so, Jeremiah. Uh, so no, it, it's really not, you know, that bad. But I do kind of like to maintain it, so. <laughs> what is the problem? The problem. Okay, so the problem, yeah. Uh, my, uh, I, don't, I don't even know what to call her because uh, we hung out the other day, but uh, my ex-girlfriend, actually, no, she's, she's my ex-girlfriend, no, she, she broke up hardcore with me. Um, yeah, she, we, we, we broke up a long time ago, but just, uh, she keeps, like, coming around and hanging around the family, and, um, I'm not trying to, you know, I've told her, you know, that I'm trying to move on and see other people, and she, she's already, you know, fucked other guys, whatever, can I say, 
Can I drop that bombs? I, I mean, I just yes. did, but um, yeah. Uh, and, and so she she's already seen other guys, but it's like I don't know if I want to because that's you know, annoying. She's, she's, Try to stay away. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like she doesn't. She, she doesn't get. She doesn't get the. She doesn't get the benefits of you. Um, the, yeah. you know, the benefits of you come with. If she's going to give up you, she doesn't get the benefits of you. All these yeah, it's like hanging out with the family. It, it's this like, can, and it's really. You can barely tell a story, though. You can barely tell a well, story. I, I feel like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really disturbing to, like, uh, one day just be like, uh, number one, you know, uh, like, the, the main man. And then. Just look after just, yourself. Like, the and next day, be like, a character in her life, you know? Yeah, just tell her to stay away and ask your parents not to talk to her, too. Oh, and then that's the other crazy thing, too, is that, like, uh, when we broke up, she gave me her car, you know? So it's like... Ah, uh, codependency. You know, and, like, um, she didn't really give me a car. Like, I'm paying her parents PayPal. Oh, my you know, God. I'm giving her... Um, so oh move out God. of Florida. Move out of you Florida. Know. You got to get out of Florida. That was too much. That was, uh, that was the most... I feel like that was the most intense prank phone call of my life. What do you think? Do you think that was a phone call? He's gone. Good luck. We got rid of him. He's gone. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, God, Matt. Um, all right. So you said you had, you got a letter the other day. You got a fan letter. You have, an, you have, a, you have a website. It's a little bit discombobulated. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What is your website? It's veryholyshit.com. Or you can email me at matt at veryholyshit.com. And you can, um, you know, there's there's merch. Um, there's a 12 inch that came out last year on Fat Possum. It's called "You Made My Dreams Come True." It sold out. I love that song. Um, thanks. I do too. And then there's a seven inch, which is also sold out, but I've got a few copies of them. That's rough and tumble. Um, but then also, like, you can. Ask me about CDRs for albums that haven't been released yet, like Bad Habitat, uh, and Solid Rain, and Man Alive, and Flash Glacier. Um, and I also make T-shirts. We can talk about that. Um, there's new stuff that's coming out. We've got a new seven-inch that's going to come out on Brian Lee Hughes's label. Um, two songs. Our first album, Stranded at Two Harbors, is finally coming out on vinyl. I know I've been saying that for years, but I've heard the test pressing, so it's great. And I'm doing a, an album of, of, of covers called Numbers, also coming out of Spiritual Pajamas. But I still need, I need a record label. You need a record label? You should have said that from the get-go. I can make it. I'll be your momager, and I'll get you a record label. Uh, would you How do, do you that? Have a- I just... Oh. Yes, hold on. We need to redo. We need to redo this podcast. Hold on. We need to redo this podcast. I need to get you a record label. I don't understand how you don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever whatever your vibe is at the moment or whatever. So I'm not going to put you in a box because that's not my style. Um, yeah. And you need to get your website in order because I feel like things are confused. And you need a holy shit Twitter. Why? Why does that not exist? Yeah, I don't know. I just want you know, like, I don't. I don't want a record label because I want uh, to be on the radio because there's no such thing as radio anymore. I want a record label because I want to go on the road, you know. 
Um, oh, have you, do you not tour? Do you not tour ever? I thought you did. No, we went on a really great tour with Beach House last spring, um, which was really fun. But it was, you know, I knew before we left that what would happen was exactly what what happened, which was uh, three weeks on the road with Beach House, and as soon as it was over, I was just like, wow, uh, now that we're warmed up, give us more, you know. But the holy shit gigs are like, kind of few and far between. For some reason, people have uh, this idea that I'm, like, difficult to work with uh, professionally. Uh, and, you know, I don't always return phone calls and stuff, but I've never, you know, I've never turned in a record late. I've never turned in a record late. I've never turned in a bad record. And every record that's ever been put out of mine is sold out. So I don't understand how that translates to difficult. But Have you have you been on a record label before and then you got kicked off the record label? Um, no, I've never gotten dropped, but, you know, like, Fat Possum, um, put out this 12-inch, and, uh, they, they said that they were going to put out everything, and they also told every other label around that they were signing us. So when that started not happening, I would approach these other labels, and they'd be like, oh, I thought Fat Possum uh, was your label, you know, so that's a major car block which I don't appreciate, but anyway, when we were on this tour with Beach House, when we were on this tour with Beach House, people would be like, what label are you on? And we would say, we're not on a record label. And they'd be like, how is that possible? No, I feel that way too. I don't understand because I feel like you're so prolific. Your songs are like, you write these like catchy, amazing like pop songs. You really do. And I just don't understand how you're so under the radar. That's crazy. So... I, I don't know. I mean, I think a, a lot of it has to do. I mean, I think not to. It's, it's not really my job to wonder why, but um, but I do think that that you know, holy shit is a is a weird, culty, underground, precious thing, and I think that people like to keep it that way for themselves. Well, what was your what was your affiliation with with girls or with uh, Christopher Owens? What was that all about? I'm confused. Um, he became, you know, I I plucked him from, you know, just a bar in San Francisco, and I told him he should start a uh, a band with Liza called Curls, and they did, and they put out one seven inch, and then Liza broke up with him, and. Uh, they changed the name of the band to Girls and, you know, blew up. And basically Christopher um, did a good job of looking after his own career and, did, and, and didn't and did bring anything, you know, like I can't even say and all I got was his lousy T-shirt. Um, you know, he's name-dropping me and Ariel in all of the interviews, and I guess that's press, but that doesn't, you know, amount to much. He's also like saying that holy shit um, is over in interviews. Um, I, you know, like before he left for his first European tour, I was like, remember, you have a lot of influence at this point. So just keep in mind that you are David Bowie and I am Iggy Pop, and please come home with a record deal for me. Um, yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I think actually doing that was the furthest thing from his mind, even though, you know, he wouldn't be doing it if it weren't for me. And I'm just quoting him there. Oh, my goodness. So do you not talk to him anymore? 
I would love to talk to him. It's not like we're not speaking. It's just we don't talk because I can't get him on the phone. Oh, my God. You know, he's a diva. He he uh, he moved around a lot when he was growing up. Um, a friend in France was talking to him after a Paris gig that he had, and it was like, you know, what's up with Matt? I know he's not doing nothing. How come you're not doing anything to, you know, how come you're not flexing your largesse around about this? And he goes, this is gossip, or not gossip, but this is serious. And he looked at our friend and he was like, you know how sometimes you just have to kill your father? Ah. On that note, should we read a letter? Yeah, let's read a letter. Let's read a letter. Let's just uh, put a pin in this for two seconds. Let's call Christopher. What'd you say? I said let's call Christopher. Yeah, let's call. Let's get him on the line right now. Let's just... uh, Oh, my God. All right. This is from some girl who remained nameless. Hopefully she's listening. She said to leave her name out of this, but she goes, I'm looking for some kind of pivotal explanatory advice on a problem I've had in my relationship in the past few months. We've been dating for over a year now. What'd you say? She's looking for a pill? She's not looking for a pill. That'll come later. She's looking for some pivotal explanatory advice on a problem that she's had in her relationship for the last few months. So she goes, uh, we've been dating for over a year now. The sex was fucking amazing in the beginning, and then it hit a rough patch around four months ago. Obviously, every relationship hit, hit some sort of rough patch, but this one is really out of the fucking blue, and it's been going on for a while. He can be a bit stubborn, defensive, and defensive when I've expressed concern over the sudden lack of intimacy. He isn't any more stressed from work or other shit that he, uh, that he was in, in the early stages of the relationship, so I can't possibly imagine that it is work-related. I've also tried to initiate pretty much fucking everywhere and more often than not and I get rejected in the past this has been a fucking slap in the face that a dude is being shady but most of the time he's either out with his guy friend skateboarding or he's at work with me uh, I don't see him enough time oh god I don't see enough time gaps for him to cheat however what he does have is a crazy ex-girlfriend he voluntarily told her that they can't talk anymore uh, around midsummer. after I found after the, I found an overly flirty filled inappropriate conversation in his phone right around the time of uh, the rough patch. Oh, right. and then right around the time, that time, a rough patch hit. Okay, so she's, okay, I've calmly approached the topic about five times and haven't really seen much effort or change acknowledging that he's listening. Now, the whole time we've been together, I've been aware that he frequently watches porn. I watch porn frequently, too. Who the fuck cares? I'm a modern and confident girl who is sexually open. I've been with enough dudes to realize that it's normal. I've never given a shit up until a month ago. I found he'd watched porn while I was sleeping only a few feet away, and I was pissed. Pissed because, one, why do that around me if you aren't going to be sexually open enough to include me? And, two, because he's showing himself, uh, he's showing himself to have a high sex drive but not showing me any form, uh, any form of sex we could, having a drive. We could, we could, like, really explain all this to her, but the bottom line is she should just leave him because she is incapable she should either tell him listen dude i i i require these are my needs in the relationship i require this kind of sex and this frequency of sex and and it's not working for me i'm not satisfied sexually um and 
use that as an ultimatum, or she should just leave him because she knows that, you know, she doesn't like the the way he's handling their sex life, and she it's, should. He's totally know, like, ignoring it. She did, she she you know she's she deserves she deserves to have the sex I don't I mean she deserves better I think even though she's she's not as smart as she thinks you know like just because he's like watching porn has nothing to do with her um, and all all relationships go sexless at some point the ex girlfriend's not helping this sounds like a mess I'm happy I'm not involved with get someone get someone better girlfriend. Get somebody better, girlfriend, because Matt's a stack of holy shit who will have a powerful management representation and a record label soon, thanks to me, I'm sure. Anyway, yeah, this girl actually looks really cute because I can see a photo of her in her in the Gmail message she sent me. She looks totally cute. So, um, okay. Get yourself single so that you can get yourself um, someone better. Am I totally naive to think that my boyfriend doesn't watch porn? Uh, I've never met boyfriend. I wouldn't think that you would want to be with anyone who doesn't want to watch porn. Porn is like I mean, I don't. It's like okay. You know, I like, like I. Yes, go on. Yes, that's not. It has to. It, it has to do with masturbation. It has. You know, it's like it's like being in shape. Yeah, but that's the weird thing. I totally masturbate. I can't stand the word masturbate, but I touch myself and I do that. Like you know. I usually I do that like three times a day, or I do it once in the morning, once before I go to bed. You know, if I take a bath midday for whatever reason, because I, you know, I work freelance, I make my own hours, so I'm totally touching myself all the time, and I have sex like three times a day with my boyfriend. But I've never liked porn. I've never really been into porn. Every once in a while, I go on like Red Two. No, we're find not talking about else. you. We're talking about him. I know. I'm just saying. Well, I feel like the guy I'm dating is more feminine than I, I feel like. He's just, I don't know, I feel like uh, since we're best friends and we're very similar, that and I believe him when he says he's not very into porn. Or am I just being lied to? Or all dudes just totally into porn? Well, not very see? into porn is different from I don't watch porn. I don't look into porn. Okay, all right. He's telling you what you want to hear. He knows that you don't like porn and you don't understand porn, so why, why should he tell you, why should he try to explain it to you? Hmm. I feel like he's being honest. I bet we both like porn the exact same amount. And I, I, I went to my dad's house when I was talking to my dad. Like I don't see what ago. the problem is. You guys have sex three times a day, and that should be that. That should be that. That is that. This on a side note of a side note. I went over to my dad's house. I rarely talked to my father. We were having a, a good moment. I went over to his house. I'm going through his DVD collection, and. I pull out, like, the Paris Hilton sex tape, which I've never seen because it just seems like it's, like, Gone with the Wind where you feel like you've read it or seen it because it's so famous, but you never have, you know? So he goes, he goes, oh, he goes, oh, that's a classic. Everything that girl touches turns to gold. Oh, you got to borrow that. You got to borrow that. So, I, you know, I borrow his weird sticky DVD. Yes, I borrow this weird sticky DVD whatever from my dad. Wow, that's like your, that's like a Don Quixote, like being handed Don Quixote by your father. (laughs) It's just, Explains a lot, though, right? Exactly. The new classics. The new, was the way we live now. <laughs> so how was it? How was it? Well, well, so what I did was I hadn't watched it. I kept looking at it. I was eyeing it. I, I was, like, alone in my apartment, looking at it, jealous of Paris Hilton, like, angry at her for existing, like, she thinks she's better than me. So, you know, guy I'm, I'm dating comes over, and I 
I put it on. I go, oh, we're going to put this on. So I put it on, and then I go take a bath, and then I come back into the bedroom, and it's still on, and I get mad at him for watching it. I'm like, I can't believe you're watching this. So I put it on, and then I totally got mad at him and jealous, and then he turned it off because he knew how upset I was getting. I hope you apologize. I hope I apologize. Somebody described me as a grief giver recently, and I think – I think they're right. I think I'm a grief giver. Oh, you're, he's, not, he's not watching porn because he loves you and he thinks that, you know, you will, will like him less if he watches porn. But now you're initiating porn into uh, an evening. And guess what? He, um, you know, porn is mesmerizing, you know, like it's, it's uh, hypnotizing. We have another phone yeah. call, by the way. But also, I can't believe my boyfriend is addicted to porn. Take the call. We're taking the call. I can't believe my boyfriend is addicted to porn. You heard it here first, guys. I hope he's listening. He's addicted to porn. (laughs) I know. Area code 508. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? I am calling from Hollywood, and I am 25. You didn't answer the name part. Oh, did you say my name? Sorry. Uh, my name. What is it? Wait. Hello. Hi. Yeah. What's your name? Oh, hey. My name's Austin. You sound All adorable, right. Austin. And I'm not really hitting on you, but I kind of am. And but like, you sound really cute. It's but go on. So I, far, you're batting a thousand. <laughs> um, I'm just calling because I am moving in with my girlfriend in on February first for the first time, and. Congratulations. Um, yeah, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know okay. what I should be watching out for. or I don't know. I haven't lived with a girlfriend before. So we've been together for a year and like three months. Well, don't watch too much TV. Do, do the dishes. Do the laundry. And if you have a cat, make sure it doesn't stink. <laughs> oh, good point, Austin. Do you guys have a cat? No, no cats. No cats. Well, that's good. Okay, now why are you moving in? And how big is the place? Is it a two-bedroom, two-bathroom? We hope. No, it's like a one-bedroom, half-bathroom, right? What's going on here? Tell me. Uh, One bedroom, one bath. Oh, God. How far is away the is the bathroom you've lived from? With the girlfriend? What? Is this the first time you've lived with a girlfriend? Yeah, it's the first time. I won't lie to you, dude. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it's true. Oh God. I know. I know. I know. Here's the question: Austin. Is is the layout of the apartment does it allow you guys to hide from one another? Uh, I mean, like the living room is pretty spacious. Um, I don't know. It's just a normal one bedroom in LA. So. Yeah, but is there like a way that you can be in one part of the apartment and not be like, you know? Basically, and, I can like. And, and sh- I could and be you only in hide room. in the bathroom. Yeah, probably. I mean, I could. She she could like shut the door, and I could be in the living room, basically. Okay. Oh my God! Hold on. Let me ask a question. Why are you guys moving in? Was there an ultimatum? Who made this decision? Uh, it's just I guess it's sort of like um tired of kind of like moving all around by myself with roommates, and she lives uh on her own in a studio in Silver Lake and she kind of just mm-hmm. wants like I guess so here's she's doing my you thing. a favor 
Hmm? You guys are both talking at the same time, sorry. She's doing, she's, I don't know, sorry. She's doing you a favor. She's like, you know, she doesn't like to see you couch surfing either. So she's like, why don't you move in with me? I say you do it, and I say you um, impress her with your conscientiousness around the house. Yeah, I guess so. I just feel like, I guess. Even if it means buying flowers. Yeah, she fucking loves flowers. Oh, God. Okay, cool. Wait, hold on. I mean, I feel like you're 25 years old. I hope to God, it's none of my business, but you called into the show, so it is my business now, and it's math business. You're not getting married anytime soon, but you're way too young. I won't even allow for that because I'm pretending to be your big sister tonight. So you're 25 years old. I mean, I guess what's really happening here is you guys are learning how to live together. This is just a life lesson. It will probably mm-hmm. end up where you guys will you guys will not stay together. I mean, so this is my true. This is my prediction. It's true. If you if do this, if you don't want to get married with her. Yeah. yeah, because well, you're, you're speeding up the relationship, you're saving money. It's, it's all come down to a romantic reason for living together, saving money. And, and oh, my God, one bathroom, the most uh, – anything having to do with the bathroom. I mean, girls don't go to the bathroom, but if they did, there's only one bathroom, and this is just a recipe for disaster. I mean, I don't know. I uh, yeah, get flowers, clean, clean, up, clean up after yourself, maintain having a life. Don't play a bunch of video games and smoke pot and stay home all day like a fucking bumpkin. Um, what else can yeah. you not You do? might be doing since you're couch surfing. That tells me you don't really have a job. Um, no, oh, you don't no. have a job? No, I do. I'm a, well, I'm like a freelance stylist, basically. And she's a stylist as well. Okay. Do you guys ever, do you guys ever work together? Yeah, we have worked together. We do a lot of stuff for like Funny or Die and all that. How often do you guys have sex now before you move in together? Uh, once a week. Once a week? You're 25 years old. It's only been a year I and know. a half. This I is know. Zoom. I know. What are you doing? No. Move Come on. on. Friend, back out. You got to back out. We gotta, you got to get you out of this. Oh, my God. Well, it's okay. You guys are going to break up at some point. You seem like you're not very excited about it. Like your whole demeanor seems like very like lethargic and not so into it. Is she your best friend? Yeah. And you love her? Yes. Stay busy. Be out of the house as much as possible. Maintain your life. Don't get swallowed up in a vortex that is your new apartment that you share with your girlfriend with only when one bathroom. Have, no. When you guys do have sex, how long does it last? Um, 45 minutes, probably, from start to finish. That's nice. Is that... I don't know. I don't know. I guess it changes all the time. But gay? um, I what? You gay? Just no. no one else is listening. It was just me and you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you gay? Uh, I feel like I wouldn't mind if you weren't. If you were. Obviously, no, I, I'm not. But um, I don't know. I, I don't know, feel you're like style, you're a stylist. Takes you 45 minutes to come. No, it doesn't. I mean, I could come a lot quicker if I really want to, but I try to satisfy her first. Oh, you're a gentleman. See, I think this is all right. Hmm. All right. All right. What was your big you what? Anyway, what was, yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You're moving in February 1st. But why don't you call Alexi on April 1st and let her know yeah. how how well things are going. Did she give you a blowjob? 
Yeah, she does. Is she good at blowjobs? Uh, she's all right. Well, teach her how to give a good blowjob. Like that means no for sure. Teach her how to give a good blowjob. Go, hey babe, I'm you know let's do this wild thing, and then maybe maybe I don't know. Put on I'll bar, I'll let, you can have my Paris Hilton sex tape. It's in the back of my Prius. I gotta get rid of it. Uh, I don't want it anymore. It's all sticky. I'm not talking to my dad. I'm not gonna give it back to him. So watch some weird stuff. Light some candles. Get some flowers. Have a lot to drink. Get weird. Take a bath candles? together. What's that? That's so fun. That's so fun. Yeah, yeah, take so a- like it's a, good, it's a good way to like whoops. We're having sex. Yeah. All right. Get weird. Teach her how to give a blowjob. And then uh, what else? Yeah, I don't know. You're asking what to do around the house. Just don't get so lazy. Make sure so that she's lazy. doing what you want her to do in bed. Say that again? Yeah, you should. Make sure that not only, I mean, okay, so you're going to have to, somehow she's going to have to get better at blowjobs, but also make sure that you are addressing her needs in bed. Um so you guys can have an open conversation. Say, listen, um, hypothetically, uh, or not even hypothetically, just say, are your needs being met in bed? Yeah. Oh, I've got something, too. I thought I knew everything. Of course, I know that I know nothing, really. I barely know anything. Uh, but I thought, you know, I don't like porn. I'm not into porn. I like having my imagination when I touch myself. I like to visualize everything. It has to be very realistic for me. And then I thought, my one of my girlfriends said, uh, Oh my God, Alexi, do you ever use a vibrator when you're when you're having sex? And I went, Do I ever use a vibrator? No, because I, you know, I don't need a vibrator during sex. And then all of a sudden, I had this experience with a guy that I was dating, where he got me a vibrator, and then I, he's like, Oh yeah, like you know, use it in front of me. So I did, and then you know, you know, then we started having sex, and then and all of a sudden, I like this guy. He's a smart guy. Judgy McJudgerson over here, me all fucking judging my friend three weeks prior, like, and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know, I'm on my stomach, I'm using the Loving vibrator, it. the guy's fucking, it's, it was epic, I couldn't believe it, buy your girlfriend a vibrator, get weird, take a bath, I mean, you're not like 40, you don't need to like really try to breathe life into this, but just get weird, because, you know, you're going to break up anyway at some point, probably sooner than later, because you're moving in, so you might as well really make it go at learning how to live with someone so you can use that for the actual person you end up with, maybe, who knows what's going to happen in the future, and how to fuck really yeah. weird and exciting and awesome and get really nasty because you're, I mean, she's your best friend and your girlfriend. You might as well, like, do crazy shit together. You know what I mean? Plus, True. she's a stylist. She's a bag hack, so she's got crazy, she does crazy girl talk with guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. And then, when, oh, my God, I can't believe you're trying to out people. I was trying to tiptoe around your sexuality, and then Austin fucking calls, and you're all like, suck my cock. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's oh also, God. Um, she's also um, older than me. Um, so I was, I always get nervous that she's like, like, well, she is going to be 29. Oh, relax. She's not going to try. She, yeah, That's she might right. try to get pregnant. You're right. Be careful. Wear a fucking condom. Don't do the pull-out method, even though it's so fun. Um, don't do that. Well, she, and then, she's on birth control. Yeah, you That's think. Just be careful. That's what she said. I love that Matt and I, it took us like an hour and a half to fucking warm up to the thing, and now we're just like, failing. <laughs> we're like, we're like all well, I'm just worried. That, like, why don't you move in? Oh, yeah, why don't you move in? About, I'm, talk, yeah. I'm just worried that she's going to want to get married and settle down. That's all. Well, you're in in control of your life. Austin, you're in control of your life. If you don't want to do that, then you don't do that. You're all good. Just be 
present in every moment of your life. Wear a fucking condom. Don't get sloppy. Like, flush the yeah. condom down the, like, down the toilet. Don't fucking leave it around if you think she's going to get some kind of weird thing and, you know, like a turkey baste or something Keep weird. Keep the house tidy. Keep the house tidy. And, you know, like, for the sake of the relationship, maybe look for another place to stay, but, you know, you know make the most of those. Uh, well, we just signed the lease, and it's for a year. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see there for a year. We'll make, earn money, save your money, and, and yeah. Yeah, I think I think we helped. I think we're sa- saving lives left and right. Um, don't worry. We're going to wrap up the show shortly because I know I feel like I don't, I don't want you to kill yourself or hang yourself during yeah. this. Sorry, Austin, to cut you short, but um, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Um, and ladies, Austin will be single in about uh, three months. So, watch out. No. Oh, okay. my oh my God. Are you saying that you're single? No, I'm telling ladies everywhere that Austin's going to be single. There's a 25-year-old stylist in Hollywood who will be single in three months. I know. He's not single. I, feel like I've, I feel like I've made out with him also, and I can't remember because he sounded kind of familiar, but whatever. Um. Anyway, oh, here's one thing I do have to tell you. So when I dated your friend, oh, God, phone lines are heating up. Do you have time to – can you go the full two hours? If you want to just hang up, you can totally just hang up, and I'll just – Dude, I could do the phone line. Could you? Are you jerking off right now? Taking – take the call. Okay, I'll take the call. I love it. I can't believe it took this long for us to really warm up. Like, I feel like now we're getting into a good zone. I don't mean to analyze every step of everything, but that's what I do. Okay, area code 610, you're on, you're on with us. Us. Hello? Hello, is I love this all guys. Where are you calling from? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. You're on Boy Crazy Radio. <laughs> what's what's your was, story, dude? I was wondering what you guys think about the role of fantasy in relationships. Ah. Uh. Oh, great question. Oh, fantasy and relationship. Like, oh, yeah, well, you you take this, man. I don't uh, even understand what you're what, What's happening? No, I do. I do. Um, he's talking about role play and stuff. No, I'm not. I'm, not, uh, I'm just talking complete. Okay, well, that's fantasy. a form of fantasy. I'm pro-fantasy. Yeah. Uh, but what's your question, then, since I'm not understanding? I think, Austin, I don't, I think Austin should move in with a girl. If he wants to have a live-in situation, if he doesn't want to spend a lot of time with a girl, he shouldn't move in with her. Yeah, I think Austin doesn't really know what he wants, but he's, he's going to figure it out. He's, he's going to figure it out after the first month. I don't think it matters how much sex they have. You know, I don't either. I don't either. Just because you have so much sex, it doesn't mean that every relationship that succeeds has that much sex. What was your question, sir? That you called in. Do you have a question, or what do you want to know about fantasies? Because I'd really love no, to get into that. No, he's trying to. He's trying to. He's trying to give. The, he's trying to help out often. I know. I think we gave great, great advice. I think we looked at it from every angle. We're dealing with it with a hip. Uh, I'm I want to know what this guy. I want to know what this guy wants to know about fantasy. What, what he thinks about fantasy. I know you hung up, but I would like to talk about fantasy. So, what is what is fantasy to you? Because I thought for a second, just like with the vibrator thing, like, oh, I'm not, a, oh, I'm not into fantasy stuff. But then actually, I, I don't know. Maybe he's like, like a, maybe he likes like the Tolkien sex, or like, um, you know, like, um, 
I don't know, uh, Harry Potter sex. Or what I thought he meant was, like, you know, role play. Well, that's what I want to know. Tell me, wait, is this role playing? Because uh, I constantly, or whatever, I constantly walk up to my boyfriend and pretend I don't know him and reintroduce myself as someone else or yeah, or myself uh, but uh, pretend I don't know him. Is that role playing? Absolutely. It is? Yeah, I, I, for some reason when he's a stranger and I believe my own lie while we're role playing, it's like super exhilarating and exciting. And then... I don't know if that has to do with choking, but I'm not saying... Okay, wait, the guy's calling back. Area code 610, uh, you're back on. You're going to talk about... You're going to elaborate on role-playing? No, it's not about, not about role-playing, okay? It's like a per, like individual fantasy within a relationship. You know, like it's completely internal with one person on uh-huh. a relationship. Is that, would you consider that unfair to the other person within the relationship? Absolutely if not. If you're not sharing everything. No, I think I think not. And I guess, you know, I mean is there what a What aren't way? you sharing? What oh just, you know, the usual things. You know you know, just, thinking of people, you know disgusting perversions in my mind, you know, just while, you know, you know, wishing for, you know, perversity and kink, you know. Yeah. But I try to think, like, is it really, like, the tension of the fantasy creates this kind of uh, depression and exhilaration at the same time, you know, because it's like... The depression is, is you're feeling guilty, the exhilaration is you feel like you're getting away with something, or your your needs are being met. You never notice how like when when the other person is having an orgasm, half the time their eyes are closed. Well, this guy just hung up, but I I'm, I'll jump in. Yes. No, Actually, we can have this conversation. That yeah. is fantasy. That's what's going on. They're they're referring I don't think to so. the other. Okay, not always, but I'm saying that there's a very good chance that what's happening is is they are, you know, writhing in their, um, you know, in, in their bank of of uh, the turn-ons of kinks. But the weird thing is, okay, I've had sex with a lot of people, and every time I've had sex, if I close my eyes, I swear to God, if I close my eyes when I'm having sex with someone, it's only because I'm seeing, I'm having an orgasm and I'm seeing colors and I'm having explosions in my brain and I'm coming. And I never, if I've cried during sex, I've not wanted to be there. I've been in the dark. I've hated the guy who was having sex with me because we're about to break up and I'm miserable. Yeah, maybe one time when I was fighting, I thought of somebody else and I actively did that. But it has nothing to do with closing my eyes. Now, every time I, you know, I think that's always different. Unless that's, Okay, maybe okay. I don't you're know. Right. I spoke too soon. I spoke too soon. So maybe you're saying you're you're closing your eyes because you don't want him to see the look on you. You don't want him. You don't want to see the way he sees the look on your face because you think it's going to be crazy. No, not at all. I don't give a fuck. No, because sometimes my face is mashed. We're going to get technical. My face is mashed up in his neck, or like, or 
I have a, I'm biting a pillow or because uh, I'm like, ah! like, you know. Ah! Oh, that's like, different. You know, okay, like, I'm talking about closing your eyes when you could be staring at each other. Like, it depends on oh, your position. Oh, no. Oh, well, that's the thing. Like, I love making intense eye contact because that's the biggest turn on. I do. Is yeah, I do. Some, in, the, in somebody's eyes and then, like, saying I love you when you're having sex with someone. That's the most, that's the best orgasm. That's my experience. Um, you know, I like the eye contact too, and and I know that like, you know, when I have an orgasm, it I I uh, I feel you with the colors of them. So like, oh my god, this is like it's just too much sometimes. It's just so fucking intense. Um, like I'll just start like jumping on the bed. Um, but um, you know, and I'm sure my face is doing crazy, crazy things. But I don't care at that point. Don't act like, don't try to copy me. You totally care. You're totally self-conscious about your face, and I'm just totally free about my face, and you're just jealous. No, I'm, I don't think I am self-conscious about my face. My point is that um, I feel like in that moment, my face is doing something that this person has never seen before, um, and, it's, and it's real and, and, must, and must be fascinating to watch. What, do you mutually masturbate? With people, or do you have you do you ever just like jerk off in front of a guy or a girl? Um, I'm glad you mentioned mutual masturbation. I really fucking wish that the circle jerk would come back. Well, how uh, many people do we need a circle jerk? Jesus Christ! Can't, what about a couplet? Just like two people. Why do you need a circle yeah, jerk? Yeah, no, I, li- I, li- I like that. I like that. I like that oh. a lot. Do you like mutual masturbation, or do you think it's sexy just to jerk off in front of somebody else? Mutual masturbation is gets a little weird because it it makes you use muscles that um, that you don't usually use, and so you kind of get sore after a while. You can like a carpal tunnel or RSI. You're like, ah, you know, you know what I mean. Like, the repetitive masturbation involves a repetitive motion, but you're familiar with according to your body and if you're mutually masturbating with someone else um, I don't know it could be fun if it's done early on in the in the act of lovemaking love then it's cool if it's done late and you're already kind of like pooped from sex less interesting but isn't it? I think it's probably more embarrassing for a guy to be jerking off, or just for him to be masturbating. It's probably. It's, I think it is. There's a double standard. It's, it's sexier for girls doing it because I'm just moving. It's a slight movement of an index finger or a middle finger. The dude is full on. It's just like it's a lot. It's it's not as cool. It's embarrassing. But maybe the girls really don't see what the dude's what? We don't see what the dude's doing though because usually you should be making out while while you're masturbating. I mean that's what I think while each person is touching themselves. But maybe it's because you're late for a dinner. I don't know why you're not just having sex. Or maybe you're trying to, like, postpone the sex. That's what I used to do. I used to, like, oh. mutually masturbate. Oh, like, I mean, like, there's them. something really sexy about watching someone play with themselves and imagining that 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 person is alone and, you know, imagining, you know, and seeing um, what might be happening um, behind closed doors that you're not invited past. You know what I mean? Um, are you flirting with me? Because I told you I have a boyfriend. Am I flirting with you? I know you. I know you have a boyfriend. Maybe I'm flirting with your boyfriend. 
I can't believe, stop writing on my boyfriend. I can't believe you're sending subliminal messages to my boyfriend because you know he's with I can't believe this. Um, all right, wait, wait. How old is he? You actually know him. You know him. He stayed at your house a long time ago. Don't okay. say his name. I won't, but how old is he? He's 36? Maybe I am starting with your boyfriend. Stop writing with my boyfriend. I can't believe it. Oh, okay. No, oh my God. he's not my type. I, I guarantee you, he's not my type. He's not your type. I don't, I don't know even know who it is, but he's not my type. I don't even have a type. I've been all over the place. It's I'm a mess. Um, all right, what are we doing here? Are we reading a letter? Are we get, taking a phone call? I don't know what we're doing. There's I feel a phone like call. Play- Let's take a phone call. Well, there isn't a phone call, but the phone lines are. Well, we got we got weirdos calling in. We're not taking this phone call. Phone, phone lines are open, 646-378-0649 is the number. If you're broke, I have a toll-free number you could use. It's area code 877-569-3588. Uh, you can always tweet us your question at I'm Boy Crazy. We have, like, uh, we got 14 minutes left of the show. And I actually want to play two songs. I'm going to play Let's two outro songs. Let's listen to a holy shit song. Can, we, can I please play One Fine Day because it's, it's kind of moody and sexy. I, All was, right? I was just going to suggest that. Yeah, it's a pretty song, yeah. Okay, let's uh, everybody sit tight. We'll be back in a second. We're going to play One Fine Day by Holy Shit.
my new favorite song, One Fine Day. What a breath of fresh air. That's so beautiful. So when, okay, when you're writing your songs, are you miserable? Are you, what's going on with you? Okay. What do you mainly write Every about? song is different. Every song is different. But that one, I literally rolled out of bed and um, grabbed my guitar and and recorded uh, the chord progression and the first lyric, the first line, um, and then everything. And, and I had the melody, like, it was. It came with the chord progression. This is like before I've had a cigarette, before I've had a cup of coffee, before I leave my bedroom. Um, so it's done, um, and that's actually that same recording, guitar-wise. Um, and then I kind of shelved it for a while because the lyrics weren't coming to me. And um, then my bass player went through this awful, awful breakup. Um, and he was like heartbroken, and uh, you know, staying at our house a lot just because he, you know, needed a friend. And so, I actually got a lot of work done um, because of it. it. I mean, it turned into like a source of material. So it's kind of about him. And that. Do you want me? Do you want me to interrupt you to take the phone call? Take the call. Okay. Sherry, <laughs> go to eight three seven. Hi. 832, yeah, sorry. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Lily. I am 28 and I live in Brooklyn. Hello, Lily. Doesn't she? What? You've got a really great voice. Oh, thanks. Maybe I should host a radio show. (laughs) You've got one. Anyway, what's up? So, I'm seeing this guy and it's great. And, you know, we go on dates, the sex is great, everything's great. We're not, he's not like my boyfriend or anything, but it's just casual and fun. But the other day, I was at his house, and I saw, essentially, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, but no, because, I mean, we like... There's nothing things, wrong with the fuck you know? <laughs> I didn't say that there was. But, I mean, I feel like it's like relationshipy. you know? It's like going in a direction that's relationship. But I saw his phone the other day, and he had, like, a bunch of Tinder messages on it. Ew! I know. Ew, right? So, like, do I say something to him, or just, like... You're both single, This is true. This is true. Why were you looking at his phone? Why were you looking at his phone? Okay, well, I wasn't looking at his phone. His phone, phone? okay. So he, I mean, it was just like on the on his desk, and it just like went yeah, off. No, I you know? understand. Like, it was like buzzing, like and like I was like, sometimes. oh, and then I just like saw it, and I was like, oh, and I was like, well, whatever, not a big deal, is it? Well, here's what I would have done. Hold on, I'm going to jump in really quick. Uh, if you had snooped through his phone and gone through his text, then you'd be fucked because if you confront him about something, he'll be like, well, what the fuck were you doing going through my phone? So then you're both yeah, wrong, well, and you're just. But but if it were me, never. Here's the bottom line. My- Here's the bottom line. Does he expect monogamy from you? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe. And 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 <laughs> no, are you no. expecting more? Are you are you expecting more monogamy from him than you are willing to tell us about? Um, I don't. I don't. What do you mean? Like I. You're saying I feel, you're just, you know like you're not. You're I mean, not, there's definitely not, like, like there's no indication that. Hey, hey, there's no wait, indication that we're like sleeping with other people, though. There's no like. Yes, there is. Yes, 
there is. There's a Tinder message. But you going feel like there's okay. that you're at a point where if you guys are sleeping with other people, then you have the responsibility to tell each other about it, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, equals relationship. That means you're in a relationship with them. So I just think you guys need to have a conversation about what, like, where are we? You know, yeah, just but like see, that's down, the worst conversation that to have with video. It's the worst? <laughs> yeah, the, like, not what worst. are we? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. It'll take the worst conversation is the one that doesn't happen. Exactly. You have to walk through this weird, uncomfortable moment that's uncomfortable for you because something is way better on the other side. It's either, you know, you're not going to hang out with this guy and you're open to meet somebody who's more right for you, or you get to the next level with this with this person. And what I would have done is, this is my style, I would have gone, oh, my God, I know this is totally horrible. I wasn't snooping through your phone. But your phone just blew up, and I see that it's a Tinder thing, and that made me realize... I'm kind of like, the idea of you being with other girls kind of bums me out. I think I really like you more than more than I thought. Or I don't know. Or, that, or like, I don't know if I want to be dating. I'm, I'm not dating anybody else. I mean, are you dating anybody else? I'm, I'm not dating anyone else. <laughs> yeah, so so go, go out to dinner. Have a drink. Don't have a drink. Whatever you want to do. I don't want to fucking say you need to drink alcohol in every uncomfortable situation. I'm not trying to put that <laughs> out there, but I feel like that's what I'm so sorry. But just fucking... I mean, that's how I handle things, stream of consciousness, like verbal fucking like weird explosion out of my mouth being like, and I try to be charming. That's, that's how I go about my life where I'm like. No, oh, you guys just need to ask each other. You need to ask him, where are we now? Okay. Ugh. I'm so, ugh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> You're just afraid. It's a scary conversation because you don't want to hear what, you know, you don't you don't want to hear an answer that doesn't jive with what you are expecting to hear, or you know, like you want him to you want him to to love you and only you and want you and only you, and but the fact is, you need to know where yeah. you can. And oh my god, so this, I can totally relate. The other to fact this. is, you have to ask him, and you have to be willing to to hear. Um, I don't know. I just thought we were just gonna like you know. You know, we'd see each other around, and we're just kind of fuck buddies. And I'm PSI has got more than one fuck buddy. Ugh. <laughs> but I don't think that that's. Well, I'm the not case. saying that's going to be the answer. <laughs> Are you in front of the yeah, internet? Just... What? Are you in front of the web? Like. In front of the computer? web. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay, I just drew you a tarot card. This will be your mm-hmm. answer. <laughs> You got the you got the nine of swords. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> yeah. That means that uh, means you have to communicate. That means, uh, yeah. It's I mean, well here's here's well here's here's the bummer, and I as I can totally relate to what Matt just said. Like it's true. As women, we want the guy to like be like, I love you. You're not going to see anyone anyone else. You're mine. I know this started as a casual thing, but I'm. I'm not letting you go. I'm not going to share you. You know, of course that's how we want it to be, but but nobody likes communicating. Just like you don't wait. Just like you don't have this conversation with him. Wait, what the fuck is that? What is that? Okay, I just asked. There's a there's a witch in the house where I am, and she says the nine of swords means you're thinking too much. Take off your thinking cap. <laughs> oh, thanks, witch. <laughs> oh my gosh, here's what you have to do. It's a good witch. It's a white witch. Here's what you have to do. You've got to call into Boy Crazy Radio next week after having had the conversation oh. with the dude that you're currently having sex with and 
oh my god, I'm waiting with bated breath. Please, please. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna do right. it. I'm Here's gonna do it this week then. <laughs> Sometime this week. Yeah, take him out to pies and thighs. Um, <laughs> have have the Dane chicken. Oh my, I can't believe I would be so I would be so bummed on dating you, Matt. I'd be I'd be furious because I'd be so jealous because you are super flirty. Geneva Jacuzzi is totally right. You are super flirty. Your voice is very sultry. You're so smart. You get it. You're very attractive. And I would just be, I would freak out. I would be like, oh, my God, he's flirting with the girl. He's flirting with the guy. What the fuck is going on? I don't like this. I don't like that person even thinking that they might have a hold on my boyfriend, Matt. I can't handle this. Like, I thought he didn't care because he's shorter than me. No, but, but I the do. thing I is, I'm, and I'm sorry, Lily, I'm, I'm sorry, Lily, right? Lily's gone. Lily, Lily's out of here. Okay. But you can keep, keep talking yeah, to her. Good luck, Lily. Here. Um, here's the thing. No, we're done. Um, I wish you the best. Um, you wouldn't, if you were in a relationship with me, it wouldn't be a problem. You wouldn't have those those jealousies because the sex would be so good. I'm just are saying. You, are you flirting with me or my boyfriend now? No, I'm just saying I'm good in the sex, so like that's my that's my way. Like I'm just I'm the son of a salesman, so like I'm I'm you know like solicitous by nature, um, and um, and I think that anyone that I'm you know like kind of involved with knows that uh, there's charm and then there's you know love again. Have you cheated before? I have, yeah. I know, I've cheated too. But I mean, how but would it's, you have, but it's, I didn't feel it's good. Gray area. It's gray area. You know, like, um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Um, do you get jealous when you're in a relationship? Do you get, like, territorial? <clears throat> I'd like to say no, but I think no one is immune to jealousy. It's this horrible... Um, isn't jealous? Jealousy is just the worst. I love it. I think there's like a weird, hap, like nice balance of like. Cause I used to be insanely you love crazy it? in my. I don't. Lo- well, here's you the love thing. when I was like when I was in my early twenties and I was in a relationship for five years with a guy. We we were toxically in love. It was the kind of love where it's like I love you. I thought you fucking loved me. And then like you know we're crying. And we're I'm biting him and like we're blackout drinking and we're fucking all the time. Like. That's extreme. That's exhausting. That's I can't I can't ever do that ever again. But now I have the kind of relationship where it's like, oh my god, it's just as intense. Like the feelings are just intense as intense. But then there's that balance of like, you know, if he talks to a girl or a girl's name comes up, I'll go, oh my god. Like it's a playful jealousy where I'm not really rooted in it. There are no real feelings attached, but it's fun just to play that. Like it's like role playing. But then I'm also like, yeah, we're intensely in love. I'm slightly jealous. But I also have to run errands and make a living and be a human, a human being and an adult. So it's like this weird balance. Sure. But I don't know. I feel like if I'm not jealous or a little bit territorial over the guy I'm dating, I'm not in love with him. And I don't want to be in a relationship where I'm not like, oh, uh, like this is, I want to wear them as skin. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to be with, like, I want a best friend and, like, a, you know, somebody I want to have sex with who's a smell I can't get enough of or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Here, anyway, so do you like Quentin Crisp? What'd you say? Do you like Quentin Crisp? What's that? Oh my god. Google it. Quentin Crisp. 
Quentin Crisp? I don't even, because the, the, the connection is a little bit fuzzy and bizarre. Yes, Quentin a, Crisp? A 20th century, Quentin Crisp, he's a 20th century treasure. Cross-dresser from England, lived in New York. Um, uh, genius. So I've got here, uh, I just grabbed at random, Manners from Heaven um, by Quentin Crisp, A Divine Guide to Good Behavior. And I'm all about, like, um, reading at random. So I've just opened it up to, of all things, a chapter called The World of Sex. And this paragraph says, The war between the sexes is the only one in which both sides regularly sleep with the enemy. For this reason, that no matter what complaints men may have against women or women against men, they are likely to reach a tenth truce by bedtime. One can rely on the gunboat diplomacy of feminists in in affairs of the heart. Sometimes much more subtle is needed. I recommend Chris Peronto as a means of preserving grace and saving face. I don't know what Chris Peronto means. First, we must address the issue of seduction. We must ask what constitutes good manners for a seducer and what constitutes good manners for a seducee, willing or unwilling. How modern. From an aggressive point of view, this means how may one invite without coercion. From a victim's point of view, this means how may one re- how may one refuse without abuse. I don't know. We have I'm to start reading. That. But something tells something I, tells me that the next the next sentence is the, is the answer. It is true, alas, that we live in an age where no one can be trusted to behave themselves where sex is concerned. Boom. Um, sex, I feel sex like is I a re- private dominion. I really think that, that I really think that sex is a, is a private realm, even when it's between two people. Wait, this are you guy still that called up, I don't know. Who, yeah. What's that? Wait, this are you guy still reading this? Yes. No, 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 no. This is me. Um, this guy that called up to you know like uh, help us with the advice. I didn't catch his name. He sounded older. Um, yeah, yeah. But but I think that he was a guardian angel of our of our program. I mean, like, um, what about fantasy? Indeed, and he he had the wisdom. Um, like, uh, there is something inner for every organ. Like, you know, like the the simultaneous orgasm we know from Woody Allen and from personal experience is a rare thing. Um, there's this is not just a random fact. This is this has you know like that means that these these lovemakers are in different uh, you know they're on different tracks. They're running at different paces and not necessarily in in tune with the other. And to me, that's just Exhibit A in in the defense of the position that. Sex is a solitary thing that is fun to share with other people. Where does this come from? Out of oh wait, where does this come from? For a second, we're talking about cheating and, and or jealousy, and then we got to Quentin Crisp, which I'm totally going to get into. But what made you think about this? You're just reflecting on that guy calling and saying, "What made you all of, all of a sudden have this epiphany and that you wanted to share?" 
you were saying you like jealousy, and I was saying I don't like jealousy, and I thought that would go on and on and on, so I was just staring at this shelf of books. And well, here's... Oh, so, me. Well, I feel like if I read Quentin Crisp, I wonder if that would help me with wondering why. Why is it that I've dated a ton of guys, slept with lots of people, not given a fuck, couldn't wait for them to get out of there, you know, out of my house. Um, it, they, they didn't matter. The minute I've ever been in love with anybody, I notice that okay, I Okay, well, love. I turn the page. Well, I'm, not, I'm, not tell, I'm not telling my question. I'm not telling my question. My question is, how come when I'm in love with someone, I'm constantly mad at them? Oh, um, it's the same. It's the same. Uh, it's the same. It's a different manifestation. It's a different expression of the same feeling. When you're angry with someone, you're it's it's because you're in love with someone, and something is just uh, frustrating. You wouldn't be if you if you didn't care about someone or if you hated someone, you wouldn't actually ever be angry with them. No, totally. Of course, I totally know that. So I, I haven't cared before, and then whenever I'm in love with somebody, I just don't know why. I can't just be crazy heavenly in love with them. I'm just constantly angry at them. I wonder. I wish I got to. I got to change because that. You I, because you idealize. You idealize them. You know, like when you're when they're not around, you're thinking about them and how great they are, and then you they fall off the pedestal. And then, well, yeah, and or you knock them off the pedestal. Um. And. I don't know. I mean, just like uh, just because you're angry with them don't, doesn't mean you're 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 not madly in love with them. Like I had a stalker last year, um, like a real uh, one, a scary right. one, and oh no, it was horrible. It was horrible. But the thing is, like I realized that it was all motivated from love, and that was you know like actually spoke spoke badly of love. But like even like. You know, evil, exacting evil upon another person is an act of love, that much attention. My point is that you love this person, anger and yeah. all, and, and, and well, you should I, express that. I do. I let, I let him know every moment, and he knows that I'm, I am a grief giver. But I think we have to, I have to wrap up the show because he went so long, now we're just talking about everything, which I love. But now we have four minutes left of the show, and I want to play us out with another song of yours called Tan Sedan. And uh, is there anything you want to tell people, any place for them to go? For anything about you, or should I just thank you for being here? Now hang on, I'm just going to finish with Quentin Chris. He goes, what I am saying, contrary to tradition, is that it must be the woman who sets the terms of the re- of a relationship, and she must do this very early without actually raising the issue of a man's intentions. Oh. Oh, my God. This, 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 this touches on what that last girl called about. Oh, God. This girl it's shouldn't have brilliant. to have the it's conversation. brilliant. Okay. I've got to read everybody. And, read everything. And, Quentin Chris. Yeah. And I'm gonna reel off a list in case this is like you know in case people can listen to this. I, I here's a list of songs about love that are great. I want to be yours by John Cooper Clark. Rhetoric by Momus. My Suitor by Burn Thiller. Elisa by Ariel Pink. My Lighthouse by Pulp. Home and Dry by Pet Shop Boys. When I'm with you by Sparks. And deeper tones of blue by Nick Gary. And one last song. I'm going to play us out with one of your songs. I'm going to play us out with Tan Sedan. Will you be back? Will you be on? Will you be a co-host again on Boy Crazy Radio? Me? Yeah. I'm yours, baby. He's mine, everybody. Thank you very much, Matt Fishback. Good luck, everyone. Ah!
Verizon's LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid port in. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer lands 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.